0: to have too much fun They say not to get too much sun Democrat, Republican I guess I'm screwed I'm neither one Don't say hell, say what the heck Do what's politically correct Don't pray in school, but have safe sex (laughs) Isn't that what they expect? Who are they? Yeah, you know what they say Who are they? Someone like Nashville's seen the people's choice To me it's all a bunch of Noise, decided on by Funny boys, they say who Does not don't belong, they say Our hair's too short or long They say who's right and who is wrong They say if we'll all just Come along Who are they? Yeah, you Know what they say Who are they? Someone
1: I gotta pay Who are they? We're all back here. This is uh, Captain Fred, and this is the Fifth Dimension Radio. This is April the seventh of twenty eighteen, and today we're going to talk about they. Who are they, and what are they trying to do to us? You know, it, it 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 it's always it's always interesting interesting to see how many people that we can blame or how we can argue about who they are. You know. uh... Back in the day, they were the man, and the man, according to uh, the Urban Dictionary, is the head of the, quote, establishment, put in place to bring us down. (laughs) Though nobody has physically ever seen the man, he is assumed to be a male Caucasian between the ages of 25 and 40, and is rumored to have a substantial amount of acquired wealth, presumably acquired by exploiting those whom his establishment is keeping down. So <laughs> I'm going to introduce <laughs> Captain Chris here because this conversation started about, um, about, uh, I think I was a remark I made to you about, um, the, uh, statement that, that, uh, That LBJ made to Congress in 1958, and and let me read this because this is important to the conversation, said in 1958, military applications of Tesla's little-known methods of electromagnetic manipulation of Earth's atmosphere was already underway, while White House advisor on weather modification to President Eisenhower, reported the DOD was studying ways to manipulate electrical charges of the earth and sky in order to manipulate the weather for purposes of national defense. Now, that's on the congressional record. In that same year, then-Senator Lyndon B. Johnson made a prophetic opening statement in a hearings before the Preparedness Investigating Subcommittee of the Committee of Armed Services, and he said, from space, the masters of infinity would have the power to control the Earth's weather, to cause drought and flood, to change the tides and raise the levels of the sea, to divert the Gulf Stream and change uh, temperate climates to frigid. There's something more important than the ultimate weapon, and that is the ultimate position, the position of total control over the Earth that lies somewhere in outer space now, Chris. This is this is on the Congressional Record. This is Senator LBJ telling Congress in 1958 that the ultimate position for control of Earth is in outer space. Now, and and then we we started the conversation about well, who are they? Who are the people that have? the total control of Earth. And I was saying that it has to be, like LBJ said, it has to be someone that would be a master of infinity. In other words, understanding past, present, and future, how it integrates and is at one all the time. Now, Chris, how can you argue that?
2: Well, first, is with respect to LBJ, all I have to say is consider the source. <laughs>
1: But, right, he was—he was—he was a murdering idiot that that got our country involved in one of the worst melees in its history, and he kept us in it. So, uh, I don't think I that's don't, funny though. I don't. I
2: don't. I don't consider LBJ to be an idiot. I, you know, I, I think that he was a very shrewd and very calculating guy. I don't think he was an idiot, but you know. You know, you have to wonder about a guy who starts talking about forces in outer space. Uh, and I understand that weather manipulation, not only then but today, is the subject of uh, military inquiries because to change weather, make it rain. And, and there were issues in Vietnam about that, about changing the weather for military purposes. It's not out there. It's not When I say it's not out there, I mean it's not that crazy to talk about it. <laughs> On the other hand Well
1: right about, all right but so so you agree then with everything space. you said
2: No what I I don't think that there's masters of infinity that's a little over the top you know but on the other hand you know our search for them whoever they is you know, our, our search for they for them you know and, and I want to first distinguish the big ants that showed up in the science fiction movie you know and <laughs> them you know well,
1: the, I mean, the movie not, They, I think, them, are, them.
2: Yeah, yeah, or, or them, or them. that know, was we're, it. We're not, we're <laughs> not talking about the, the giant ants in New Mexico. What we're talking about is, is there, I think it's a really legitimate question to ask, is there really a group, because a lot of people believe this, is there really a group of folks who are like running, quote, the show? Uh, And the Masters of Infinity, as LBJ talks about it, or in the book of Bonfires of the Vanities, they talk about the Masters of the Universe, and there's a distinction. My distinction is, is that there is not a group of people, we may disagree on this, Fred, who are Masters of Infinity, but the Masters of the Universe...
1: Well, no, wait. The Masters well, but, of the Universe, okay. I think, is uh, it's kind of like paper, rock, scissors. I think Masters of Infinity covers Masters of Universe.
2: Well, I, I restrict the term Masters of Universe to the way that it was raised in the book, and that would be people who are in a commercial capacity who believe that they are above it all, that they're running the, the economic, uh, certainly for themselves, uh, so that they are personally independent of any constraint. Those are those masters of the universe. But whether or not they constitute a them that is dictating the price of soybeans, you know, two years from now, or whether or not there's going to be a financial collapse in Peru, and all of this is done intentionally, uh, you know, and, and a manipulative, uh, conscious, of, you know, future planning kind of thing. I really don't think that's going on. I think something much scarier is going on.
1: I think oh yeah, what? Like what? Scary. What's more scarier? What's well, more scarier you know, than a master of okay. infinity?
2: Yeah. Well, here's here's how it goes. <clears throat> if there's a master of infinity, and the reason I think, Fred, you're a Pollyanna, is because that <laughs> implies that implies a conspiracy where people are actually in control, and, and I think that that's an undeserved happy way. look at what's happening to us i don't think that anybody's in control i think this thing is like lurching you know from it but i I digress The, the point that i'm trying to make is what's scarier about this is that different things are happening and people are taking advantage of this to control us so let me give you an example when you look to this last election and now this about, you know, Russian intermeddling has drifted off to something called Cambridge Analytics and the mining of uh, social media information for political purposes. It turns out that what I think them is in, in who, who's on them as I see it are a kind of a confluence of people who use Different aspects of things that are being developed to control aspects of our lives. Cambridge well now wait, a second,
1: wait! Stop, stop! Just a second. They're sure, using sure, sure. Thing, aspect. Uh, they're using aspects of things, or, or you're talking about events or thing. What do you mean? Events? They're using aspects, certain aspects. In, in, information.
2: Yeah, but let, let, let's take it. Social media information. What happens is somebody who's really not concerned about the price of soybeans, you know, in Iowa in two years, or whether or not the Peruvian economy is going to collapse. You take somebody like a Zuckerberg, and we we know about Zuckerberg. I'm sure that there are lots of Zuckerbergs that we don't even know about, but let's just take him as an example. What he's really interested in doing is collecting personal information for commercial purposes. That's where all of this starts. In other words, you go on Facebook, or you go on some of these other things, and, and what happens is, in Facebook, it starts out pretty, like, basic, who are you, where do you go to school, where do you work, where do you live, and then you start liking things. You, start, you, you know, and all of this is being collected. You're They figure out where you live. They know right, what right. how much your house costs. They know where you work. They know how old you are. And all of this stuff is collected and then sold for commercial purposes. So well, see, if
1: I... If, if I were a if I were a, a conspiracy theorist, then I might uh, be concerned that they would be collecting this information to blackmail blackmail me somehow.
2: You know, um, I think that's I think that's coming. You know, I, I completely agree with you, but I don't think that it is. I don't think Zuckerberg is sitting down with the idea that the fact that somebody's going to go to some porn site is going to be later used. To blackmail the person, he didn't care about that. He's making money selling the fact that somebody likes a certain kind of shoe or has been shopping and tells their friends that they bought a a particular type of car in a price range. All of that information goes out and is sold for a commercial purpose so that when you go onto your computer, you say, well, dang, look at that. Someone's showing a banner ad. Or, uh, a dress I bought my wife a dress and like look I'm I, I'm seeing a banner ad for very similar kind
1: of dress right that's right so, right what, right what, but but blackmail is also a commercial venture
2: well there you there you go and, and so I'm saying I, I don't think that that's that far I don't think it's that big a leap of faith to think that's coming next and what happened so says you know some components uh, political components they say that the that this Type of information that was originally uh, mined for strictly commercial purposes was then, and Obama, the Obama people admitted it, that they used it for political targeting. In other words, if you uh. target someone to figure out what kind of peanut butter they're going to buy, you could certainly target them for who they're going to vote for and who you could who you could. Pit to get campaign
1: contribution. All, right, all right, all right. I want to stop for just a minute. I want to. I want to play this clip from LBJ. From uh, I think it was December the 29th or something of 1963. Let's go ahead and play that clip just for a few minutes. We may not play it all.
3: Telephone conversation between President Johnson and FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover on November 29, 1963, at one forty p.m. <laughs> yes?
0: 2192. Like Are you familiar with this uh, proposed group that they're trying to put together on this study of your report and other things, uh, two from the House, two from the Senate, somebody in the court, uh, a couple outsiders? Oh, I haven't heard of that. I've, I've, I've seen the... Uh, the reports on, this, on the Senate Investigating Committee that they've been talking about. Yeah, well, we think if we don't have... I want to get by just uh, with Deerfowl and your report. I think uh, it would be, ver- be very, very bad to have a rash of investigations. Well, the only way we can stop them is probably uh, to appoint a high-level one to evaluate your report yeah. and put somebody that's uh, pretty good on it from, uh, that I could select... Uh, uh, out of the government uh, and tell the House and Senate uh, not to go ahead with the investigation. Yes. Because we get up there and get a bunch of television going, and I thought it'd be bad. It'd be a three ring circus. Yes. What do you think about Alan Dulles? Uh, I think he would be a good man. What do you think about John McCloy? Uh, I'm not as enthusiastic about about McCloy. I knew him back in the Patterson, when Patterson's down here, the secretary thing. He's a good man. But uh, I'm not so certain as to the matter of the publicity that he might seek on it. What about General North, uh, A good man. Um, I guess Boggs has started in the House. I thought maybe I might try to get Boggs and Jerry Ford uh, in the House, maybe try to get Dick Russell and uh, maybe Cooper in the Senate. Oh,
1: yeah, all I right, all right, that's I, enough of that. Well, you know, the point that I'm trying to make with this clip is is that Zuckerberg uh, might get this phone call from a future president and ask him who we can trust. And, and this social media uh, information or the NSA, well, who, is, who has more information, the NSA or social media?
2: In my opinion? Yeah. You know, the, the question is, it should be asked, not who has more information, but who could use the information better. Because what I would say is that the NSA, as far as I can understand it, records everything. They've got some place in Utah, as you know, as I understand it, some warehouse where they store all of the electronic bits that they can go back and mine later. So the, the issue to me isn't who has more information, but who can more easily make use of it and then for what purpose.
1: Well, that's just the point I was making with the clip, Chris. I mean, here we got a a man that most people, most historians in this present mind thought, believe was complicit in the assassination of our president, which was LBJ. And in that conversation, he's communicating who he can trust with with the head of the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, whom we know now. Was, was collecting information on everybody. So basically, yeah, really? the information the, but the information that, that Hoover gave to LBJ is just like the information that's being collected right now, except right now, they know everything about us.
2: But, but the difference is this, and here's, here's what I'm trying to get to. Back in the day, you had structures that were pretty well organized and identifiable. I mean, if I say J. Edgar Ruby, you go, oh, yeah, I know that guy. If I say LBJ, you go, yeah, okay. But if I say Cambridge Analytics, like who, who are these people? Nobody knows who that is. And, and if we know who it is now because the theory is that Cambridge Analytics had worked with mind, personal... Um, called social media information uh, for uh, the Trump campaign. At least this is a suggestion. And that Cambridge Analytics had previously done some work for some component of of some Russians. I don't know what what they have to do with the Russian government, but, you know, whatever. But the thing is, if I say, let's have a show of hands. If I said six months ago, who knows about LBJ? Oh, I know about L. Who knows about, uh, oh, I know about... Who knows about the FBI? Ah, okay. Uh, who knows about uh, Mark Zuckerberg? Ah, who knows about Cambridge Analytics? Crickets. And the reason is, is what I'm trying to say is, is that somebody like Zuckerberg could start off collecting information for a purpose, and then somebody out in Silicon Valley, or you know, somebody somewhere, you know, in the Ukraine or something, is sitting around scratching his head, and says, you know something? You know what I can do with that information? I can figure out from social media, if I look at it closely, and people start making, and I think I mentioned this in one of the prior broadcasts, people start making travel. They go to, uh, uh, you know, uh, velocity doctor someplace. Um, and uh, all of a sudden, I'm watching people make travel arrangements to go to a particular place but i know the social media that i'm looking for i can figure out who is traveling to a location and i can figure out about troop movements i can figure i can weaponize social media information to determine what kind of People are going where, and then to, uh, you're
1: going to have to purpose. hold that thought. Hold that thought, just a second. Uh, we're going to have to take a. Think we're going to have to. We're going to we're gonna have to take a short break right here. This is Captain Fred Republic Broadcasting Network. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes.
4: Tired of being lied to by mass media?
1: the meaning of information quality the meaning of information quality uh, lies in how the information is perceived and used by its customer. And the customer of information is the one that benefits it. Now, that's a, de- a definition for IT people, people that, that build information in the uh, computer uh, business. But what we deal with is information that's targeted to manipulate our thought, to manipulate how we consume, uh, manipulate, excuse me, manipulate how we conduct uh, our lives. Chris, you're trying to tell me that there is no single they that do this, and and, and according to to what I've just said. That they are the people that benefit from the information that's being, uh, being disseminated. They're the customers of the information. Now, let's say that the media are the, uh, distributors of information. They're, they're in business to, to satisfy the needs of the customer. And so the information that we're being fed is information that only really mostly benefits the customer who pays the networks. Now, who is that besides the, the big pharmaceutical, the uh, auto manufacturers? I mean, who are the they?
2: We don't know, and that's what, that's what I'm trying to say. First off, let me make a distinction. You know, you get on social media, you get on, you know, YouTube, or you look at all of, you know, what you're doing on the Internet, and, and we have the perception, and this isn't my thought, this is something that I heard someone say, and it was just really kind of it like revolutionized the way I look at this at at this entire circumstance we look at it as if we are the customer we go on the internet we're the customer we go on the social media and we're acquiring and we're evaluating and we're saying thumbs up or thumbs down or like or I don't like it we're thinking we're the customer and we're not we're the product all of that information about our behavior is what somebody else is they're using, they're buying, and they're using. And what I'm trying to say about them, let me stop you for a, uh, just one second here to point out, it, it, it's this. What, remember when you figured out that there was an SR uh, Blackbird, you know, that, that SR uh, uh, ship that Lockheed uh, has put together? 71. Yeah, you know, the Blackbird. You know, you said, oh my God, where did that come from? Or how about when Jimmy Carter pulled the lid off that uh, Nighthawk stealth fighter? said, oh, my God. In other words, major advances in technology and the use of information uh, were incorporated into physical objects that you go out and kick. And you didn't know about it. Let me tell you, this is far more subtle. And it's going to be far much more of a surprise. And if you don't think that that SR, you know, uh, uh, happening with the use of your personal information today
1: your child well you know information kind of it's Chris, put together well Chris Chris in in the IT business the criteria for information quality is is a lot different than will assume is real quality information the number one criteria or information at in the computer business is relevance and and it's uh it's the relevance to because the customer, not so much to the consumer, you know, the relevance of information that's being disseminated that promotes pharmaceuticals is is important to understand that we're not we're not really being fed information that's relevant to us. We're being fed information that's relevant to them,
5: and and the accuracy well, you know, I, I falls under that. I agree with. You. I agree. And I think that that
2: in just a second, I want to talk about censorship as being as just, it, it is just as is insanely uh, creepy as the mining of personal data. But here's one of the things that I want you to think about for a second. Cambridge analytics and describing what they do and did came to the conclusion, I want you to listen to this for a second, they came to the conclusion that people who were pro Israel liked Kit Kat bars. Now, think about well, now, what's the,
1: relevance? what's the relevance of that, though?
2: Well, well, it, it, here's the, for two things. First off, if you're selling Kit KitKats or you're trying to collect money for Israel, you know, you've got some information to go on that you didn't have before. But here's the real scary part. Who in the world would have thought that someone would have been trying to correlate this information to come up with some usable data? In other words, somebody's going through that stuff as we speak to try to line up people who do this, people who go to this website, people who like this are statistically more like to do that. And those indexes, we have no idea why they're doing it or what what use they're going to put that information to. But let me tell you something. The idea that we can sit back and say, well, these people are just here to help us, they're our friends, is a childlike view of them. You know, we know who Jay Edgar was, we know who LBJ was, but we don't know who we are.
1: (laughs) Hey, Chris, we're going to have to take another break. We'll be back, uh, Captain Fred, Public Broadcasting Network, April the 7th of 2018. We'll be right back.
4: there is an ongoing war right here in america are you aware that u.s citizens have been classified
1: as enemies of the state since 1933 have you recognized that our entire government is really a vast network
6: of
4: interlocking corporations engaged in commerce look up title 28 section 3002 Tune in to In Defense of Humanity on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time.
1: Find out what's really going on and learn how to protect yourself and your family as flesh and blood men and women living in a corporate reality.
3: Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you one from Amazon.com. I just wanted you to know I saw my doctor and I laughed because he said, I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it. I have been taking Extendivite. I had borderline high blood pressure, heart flutter, high cholesterol. I changed my diet and included Extendivite with an amazing turnaround for the better. A few months later, I had a doctor's appointment and took a stress test. I passed. No heart flutter. Blood pressure was perfect. My doctor even took me off my medicine. I thank you truly from the bottom of my heart. This stuff works, and I'm so grateful for Extendivite. Thank you, Justin G. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with ExtendoVite.
1: In the dimension of information quality, there's relevance, there's accuracy, there's timeliness, uh, and then and then there's completeness. So, so in other words, when the the customers of information, and we're going to call they the customers of our information because we don't know who they are, but we're pretty sure. That the information that we talk about that they give to us is are are benefiting them. We need to understand that when they give us these things, it's relevant to their needs, and it's only as accurate as as their reality or the reality that we want to have. And the timeliness is is goes along with the activities of uh, of the moment that we're being given this information. So. So that, that when a mass shooting happens then, then we're gonna talk about that. But then there lies completeness. And completeness is what a lot of people would say is happening when they censor some information and 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 throw a lot other information in where it's totally irrelevant to what we really do need to be seeing. Chris, you say that censorship is probably what's the dominant uh, issue of this this cons- uh customers uh or the customers of the information i mean are they are they leaving out the good stuff and just giving us the crap that fills their pockets or what what are they what are they manipulating our society or our culture
2: oh well, absolutely and and the, and the reason i'd say that is is, is so clear it turns out that uh, Facebook and other social media people, when they hit the Chinese market, were told that they had to engineer, as I understand it, their uh, configuration so that the state could maintain control of information in China. This is what I'm understanding. The Internet people, I don't know if it was Zuckerberg. I'll use Zuckerberg, and I don't mean to malign the guy if if he he wasn't individually involved, but I'll use Zuckerberg. As a, as a name to describe people who are interfacing with the Chinese government about in, the information flow and the Internet in China. They, have, they, meaning the Chinese government, wanted a construct that they could control and monitor who was saying what, and whoever they, uh, the Zuckerberg or the Zuckerberg analog, were happy to go along with it. So what this means is, is these folks, for a buck, will censor information. Now, we would think, oh, these people are Americans. They believe in freedom of speech and freedom of assembly, and they believe in the democratic process where the free flow of information supports ideas and open dialogue and wise choices by the electorate. Oh, no. Not if you offer them enough money. They're not going to give them any of that. So my idea is if they will do that in China, why wouldn't people for, for dollars do it here? You know, when the TV network started out, because the government said that certain bandwidth, the radio or whatever, you know, the, the, the wavelength was, was, was limited, that the government had a certain uh, uh, interest in regulating what TV stations could or couldn't show or could or couldn't censor or couldn't, you know, had to put on or couldn't put on. Uh, but that's not going on with the Internet. This is left up to the Zuckerbergs to figure out what they're going to let you hear, And the problem is, if you start listening to these people, what they're doing is they are correcting social media that they find hostile or inappropriate. They've got a bunch of indexes where they say, well, you don't get to say this in social media because we, meaning they, figure that other people shouldn't hear about it because it's going to be found to be uh, offensive or something. It's one thing if someone's on the Internet committing a crime In other words, they're advocating the violent overthrow of the United States government. You know, if they're a jihadist saying, you know, let's go bomb someplace, that's a crime. But on the other hand, if somebody were to say, well, you know, like uh, white Christian men are just terrible, and and that gets out there. But if you were to say, you know, I'm not really comfortable with this pro-choice movement, you get censored. I mean, people are making that political correctness decision about what you get to hear and what you get to say and those
1: well, go ahead we know we know that we know that uh, that the media is censoring everything but they're censoring it for who pays them, and that is the they that we've decided to discuss today. So, before we run out of time, this is only about forty-four minutes of airtime. I want to bring on a caller right now, and this is a, a sovereign man. Sovereign man, are you still on the air? Um, yeah. Uh, sovereign can you Lord. hear me?
8: Yeah, welcome uh, re- aboard. Re- How are you doing today? We can
1: hear you. Yeah.
8: I was going to say, request permission to come aboard the citizenship.
1: Well, my boat's on the hard right now and I think Chris has got his working on it too, so you might come aboard but we're not sailing.
8: Yeah, well it's metaphoric. I mean that's a it's a it's a testimony that America's been on been at sea so long, a sea of commerce, that they don't even know what land is anymore.
1: That's that's an interesting concept, yeah. It
8: is. Yeah, you're it right. Is.
1: What do you got to think yeah. about who they are? I mean, are they's are well, well, range all over the place.
8: Well, I uh, I'd like to I'd like to make a quote that our friend Larkin Texas has I've attributed to. It's called uh, they, the hierarchy enslaving you. That's who they are.
1: I like yeah, that. Yeah. acronym. Yep. Yep.
8: It's an acronym. Yep.
1: Well, that would be the man. <laughs> the man is well i well, i
8: i think it's much higher than a man i, I think that it, it my humble opinion that this this entity uses men that I don't think that it is a man I think that it is something a higher than a man
1: i I have to agree with you i believe. That any any entity that has the ability to transcend infinity, that can see thousands of years, could manipulate us and domesticate us as a species to perform whatever duties were necessary. As long as, as it didn't take, you know, more than 10 million years, we could get anything accomplished. But Chris, on the other hand, believes that they is a, what, an old white guy sitting somewhere or what?
2: <laughs> well, no, I, I I think it's like Chuck E. Cheese, you know. It's like a, it's like a whack a mole, you know. Today it's <laughs> this component and that component, but it's the process that's creating these opportunities for people to manipulate us, the information we get, the expressions that we can put forth in the public forum. You know, and markets, and a bunch of other stuff, but I don't think it's five guys sitting in a room in Switzerland. Right, well, well uh, uh, I, I wish it were six guys
8: in
1: China. <laughs> 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 well, now let me say this. Now we've we've been talking about information, and we know who feeds it to us. It's they. They are the customers. They're the ones that are that are benefiting from all this weird information that we get now. As one of the other uh points that uh, information technology tries to bring on with its uh with this information is it it has coherence with this information in other words uh ha- the information hangs together and and that's what a lot of is, is happening now that's that's bringing a lot of uh a lot of of, of people to uh, be aware of how we're being manipulated is that a lot of these things just don't hang together, and it's it's confusing. Confusion to that 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 when we told one thing, and and what we see as reality is different, then it's uh it's not really coherent information. And I think it's bringing on the awareness that a lot of people are feeling now that we're being manipulated. And and like you say, if it's the lizard people, well, maybe <laughs> who knows? Well, I, I wouldn't go
8: as far as saying the Draco's, but. I would uh, definitely, they're definitely
1: different species, for sure. Oh, a- absolutely, absolutely. Well, David Icke, uh, I don't know if, if Chris is familiar with David Icke. I think maybe Sovereign Man may be. But David Icke, he believes that there is a a, a group of uh, people that, that are things, entities that rule our world, that are being uh, uh, hidden from us. And I think there's more than a few people that feel that.
2: Well, I just think that that's a that's a happy face. It means that someone's in control. I could go to sleep at night a lot easier thinking that there were six competent people in China who were running the show. I don't think it's anywhere near that coherent. I think that what you get is this process lurches by people who are opportunistic and take advantage of certain prominences and information and trends. And it's like the revelation of the uh, blackbird or the revelation of the the nighthawk you know we find out about it after the thing's already done as we sit here talking there are people thinking about new ways to manipulate us and to trade and to garner uh advantage from the information that we voluntarily give them and to gain advantage from information that they withhold from us and we don't even know well you know
1: chris that's I think I think that uh what you're talking about is this the new the new format that everybody is really excited about, which is the social media format. But in essence the same trip that I played with LBJ back in sixty three talking to uh to uh J. Edgar Hoover about how they were gonna stack the courts, uh is the same thing, I mean, except we don't really get to see or hear any of that anymore. Our, the formatting of the information that we receive is really dependent on uh, the customer that is presenting it to us as con- uh, consumers.
2: Well, we know who LBJ is, and we know who uh, uh, J.F. Hoover is, but we, don't, we never knew who Cambridge Analytics was. What I'm trying to explain is it's much creepier. The thing is, the structures that are doing it today aren't the same good old boys, you know, some uh, redneck from uh, Texas, you know, who's out there dealing with some weirdo at the FBI. You know, it's not that clear cut. There's some guy sitting in a room in Nigeria or, you know, in the Ukraine or someplace, managing this information because he knows how to hack Zuckerberg's computer to manipulate information for purposes and ends that we can't even begin to understand and won't know until that that uh, Nighthawk stealth fighter comes rolling out of the hangar then we'll know about it and that's why well, I think it's much creepier
1: well no it's now now you bring up an interesting point about that uh the uh, Nighthawk because uh, it existed and was operational 10 years before it was announced and it was kept a pretty dark secret and and that brings us to the question of uh is there any way that we can really know how much we're not being told?
2: Uh, you know, <laughs> my response to that is no. <laughs> you know, and I don't mean in the K-N, I mean in the N-O. Uh, well,
1: Sovereign man, what do you think? Is there any way huh, we're well, would know?
8: <laughs> well, well I, I don't know if it's all going to be revealed upon one time, but... I know that in 1967, the disparage between the military-industrial complex and the consumer level used to be 15 to 20 years. Now with the advent of computers and the advancement of uh, knowledge every 18 months, uh, it's wow. they have a that's uh, over 100 years more advanced, and they can't show us because if they did, they would be as gods.
1: Well, do you think that if, if if you think if you think that uh, uh, super artificial intelligence could be distinguishable, I mean, how would we know if we're not being manipulated by a super intelligence?
2: Well,
1: in if, if you, if... <laughs> Sovereign oh, man. What way, Fred?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I I
8: know that uh, in scriptures. It says that man was created a little bit lower than the angels, so the the angels are higher. They have a supernatural, you know, they, they 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 travel in realms that we can't go.
1: Well, a lot of people call them the Anunnaki. A lot of people call them the fallen angels, but there could be actually some uh, some information that leads people to believe believe that there has been and still are uh, entities on this earth that are manipulating civilization for their benefit and a lot of people call it the devil a lot of people call it whoever they want but the truth is is that we are being manipulated that's for damn sure
8: oh there's no doubt in my mind and and the key is, is is knowing when when you are being manipulated Look, I think we're being manipulated all the time. Oh, Go speaking f- of manipulation, my- <laughs> can, can, I, can, I, can I give out the chat room? Oh, or, please or do. I was
1: going to. I'm sorry.
8: Yeah, it's it's fifthdimensionradio.chattango.com. That's with the number five, C H A T A N G O
1: Yeah, I logged on a little while ago, and... <laughs> and lots of times the show just takes so much attention it's only a half hour or a not one hour show i just really don't really get a chance yet. yeah we get about 44 minutes on the air but but mm-hmm. yeah the the uh, chat room i I go to chat rooms all the time uh on like the republic of texas radio and some of the other chat rooms on uh, some of the other alternative media sources are pretty interesting and i know that a lot of the people that are on the chat room put a lot into the show too and I'd like to recommend that we go to it but anyway yeah, and, uh,
8: and, and and it's a repository for data when when we drop links in there the data is in there so you can always scroll back to previous shows and look at the context in which the data is there
1: conversation right 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 i know that one of the one of the contributors on the chat group has dropped in a link for the black triangle ufo aircraft which i i find very interesting and very believable i mean it, it, it seems to me that when i first saw the first uh, uh f-117 that uh it was almost like seeing the same thing that i see when i see the black
8: triangle videos
1: that you're going on too. yeah they're up to
8: the the best of my knowledge that, that video is from 2008. That's the TR-3B, as in the Bravo series. But uh, from what I've learned through my uh, networking, that they're up to the TR-3F now.
1: I would believe that. I know that uh, if you really want to understand whats what they're not telling us, go to some of the big munitions manufacturers and just see, see what they're offering on their website uh, menu of uh, munitions. <laughs> uh, but yep. we're going to take one more last break. This is Captain Fred. We'll be back in a few minutes.
6: This is too good to be true, except this time it is real, 100%, no joke. How about a $25,000 membership to Front Sight Firearms Training Facility as a thank-you bonus for a one-time donation to RBN of only $500? It is a Commander Lifetime membership with no yearly fees or dues. The training is free for the rest of your life with over 50 different classes then leave it to your designated beneficiary. You provide the approved firearm, holster, ammo, eye, and ear protection. Many features and bonuses are included, more than you would ever expect or believe. This is the ultimate graduation present, wedding gift, etc., etc. See the details. Go to RBN's webpage and FrontSite.com to make it happen. May 5th is the last day you will hear this offer on this radio network. Help keep our being alive Tell 5.
10: Do you worry a lot? If you're forgetful, nervous, moody, or overwhelmed, chances are you're not protecting yourself from the ravaging effects of stress and anxiety. No matter the cause, ongoing stress and elevated levels of the stress hormone cortisol can rob your memory, your health, your quality of life, and your future. Now you can combat the effects of stress and anxiety while improving your memory and recall at the same time with the dietary supplement Calm and Clever. Studies show that the ingredients in Calm and Clever reduce cortisol by as much as 30% in as little as 1 to 2 weeks and increase your ability to recall facts, names, and numbers in 4 to 12 weeks. Calm and Clever was created by scientist Kurt Hendricks, a principal investigator in two NIH-funded studies on Alzheimer's disease. Try Calm and Clever for two months. You'll feel the difference. Call 1-800-758-8746 or go to calmandclever.com.
1: Welcome back. The trouble about arguments is they ain't nothing but theories, after all. And theories don't prove nothing. They only give you a place to rest on, a spell. When you're tuckered out, butting around and around, trying to find out something, there ain't no way to find out. That was Tom Sawyer 150 years ago. We're butting around uh, talking about what we don't know and and you know what's interesting is that we can kind of assemble what we don't know by by the things that we are that are obvious to us and the things that are obvious to us is that we're being lied to constantly by just about everybody
2: <laughs> Chris oh i'm good with that you know and the thing is all you have to do and it doesn't make any difference like where you pick it up Look at mainstream media. You know, there is a there is an agenda, and they'll tell you stuff that not only is not true, which is dangerous, but we talked about this before. They propagandize by spinning or withholding information, qualifying information, in a wildly unpopular move. Who said it was wildly unpopular move? Uh, and, and then that's how the information is presented to you. But even in a more creepy fashion, you know, when social media gets censored by, P- by the Zuckerberg, and I'm using that, I don't know that he personally, or his company personally, but for sure it's going on, will tailor information disclosures for money to repress information for the Chinese, why wouldn't that person who's not government-regulated in the fashion here not do the same thing for money? So if you were to say, for example, uh, I think that Captain Fred, being a white male, is a Racist pig and someone ought to just smoke his ass. Well, that's okay. But if you were to say something like, I think that the political position of Barack Obama is not competently thought through. Someone deletes that because they say it's racist. Who gets to make those two calls? Who gets to review those two calls? The customer. Who even know that it happened? That's right. The guy who's censoring or the gal who's censoring it. And what happens guy, is that person may be getting paid to do that. And we exactly. don't even know about it.
1: Exactly. They're getting paid to to construct information that benefits the con the customer of the information, not the consumer. You
2: go. So, well, whoa. you know, we are the product. We are the product. We are not the, we are not the customer. Our information is what's being bought and sold, and what information we get is being bought and paid for.
1: Well, McLuhan said that the media was the message, and I think that that's the drug of choice that keeps everybody in this comatose state, or is the television. I say the drug of choice because there's a whole bunch of other ways to to, uh, put uh, everybody into the alpha state of thinking where we don't really think anymore at all. I just don't think that people understand how our information is being totally manipulated to to cause us to do whatever we want or they want.
2: Yeah, but, a, it, but. It, is, it, is, it, is it is disturbing. But we're going to it, not, we're not gonna
1: have to bring it. We're going to have to bring it to a close again, Chris. Uh, Sovereign Man, thanks for calling. Uh, thank RBN listeners, calling thank you so much. This is Captain Fred and for Captain Captain Chris. Chris. Till next week. Till next week.